welcome back guys to another episode of the Patriots Post Report. So hope you guys are doing well. Happy Tuesday. Man, that was uh what a win that was. 50 to 10. The score was 50 to 10. Now, um, but before we get in the episode, please make sure to leave a rating review wherever you get your podcast. That'll be much appreciated. As well as just kind of sharing it around, kind of lets me know if you guys enjoy it and kind of helps get the episodes out there. So let's get into today's episode. Um, the first thing I wanted to say too was before any, oh, I know there's going to be haters saying, oh, well, you put up, you guys, your team put up 50, but you know, the, it was still just the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, look, okay. I don't care what team it is. 50 points is still hard to put up no matter what. So I honestly think that is still really, really good. And the fact that they were on a two game losing streak going into that game. It's a confidence booster. I don't care what team you're facing. Just to get that back, just knowing that you still have that. Um, it's a good confidence booster no matter what team you're facing. It's all that really matters. Um, so, But I did want to bring up the playoff picture once again for these upcoming playoffs once again. I looked at it last week. Now we're going to look at it once again for this week um, after week 17 after week 17's action. So, yeah, so New England actually, they were going to that game, sixth seed. They actually ended up dropping, or they ended up going up into the fifth seed. They're still in the wild card. They're not a division leader, but they are in the wild card, 10-6 and six currently on the year. Um, So uh, currently with the kind of shake up, shake up of it now, it's the Titans at the one. Chiefs at the two seed. Three is the Bengals are the three seed. Bills are the four seed. Patriots are the five seed. Colts are the six. Chargers are the seven. So that, those would be the teams kind of looking in. And then of course, it's in the hunt is the next next set of teams. You have the Raiders, Steelers, and Ravens. Those are all teams that have. Um, kind of mathematical chances at this point. Those are the teams that are kind of really on the outside looking into a playoff or wild card spot um, with they need wins and then they also need losses as well from other teams. That's usually how it goes. And then teams that have already been eliminated are the Dolphins, Browns, Broncos, Jets, Texans, and Jaguars, just to kind of give you guys some just to kind of give you guys some background. The teams that are already out can't really do anything, but can still spo- still play spoiler um, at the end of the day. So, but yeah, that's just kind of the playoff picture at this point. New England cannot, well, actually they can become a division leader. They can come back into the AFC East. They can come back into the first seed with a win, of course, over the Dolphins. And then, of course, the Bills losing to the Jets. But after the game we saw from the Jets against the Buccaneers, it is highly possible that they can beat the Buffalo Bills. That gives me hope that they can beat the Bills. Um, so yeah, if New England wins and the Bills actually lose, New England could take the top spot once again at the very last game of the year. So that would be a pretty big, but it's going to be real tough for that to happen. But yeah, so that's the updated playoff picture for the week. Um, after week 17, going into week 18, final week of the season. Now let's kind of get into the game notes here. I didn't get to watch the game. The game wasn't on for me. It was not on my, um... It was not on my programming, so I could not watch it, but I was trying to keep up as much as possible. Dante Hightower, um, J- Jacksonville gets the ball opening the half, and Dante Hightower gets a 
big third, not a big third down stop, but it is a it's a nice sack on third down to um stop Jacksonville's drive and for us to get the ball. So that was big. And then yeah, they were able to move the ball downfield. Mac Jones, actually, I'll kind of get to that a little bit later. Mac Jones continues to do really well into the pocket when, you know, kind of showing that all year whenever he's able to step up into the pocket, make a nice clean throw with his form that he's comfortable with. He's always making really good throws and good decisions when he's able to do so. And I've noticed that throughout this whole season, it's just been really good, you know, really good um, at keeping Mac Jones up in the pocket. And I know that's something that's always done really well with Brady. And they're continuing that with Jones, so that's a really good thing. But yeah, being able to move the ball downfield, that's a big thing. And then Miles Bryant got a big pick. Not really, it wasn't really much needed, but it was a nice pick nonetheless by Miles Bryant. Um, kind of kind of reading it like a book there and just kind of stepping in front of the throw and making the pick. That was just a good pick off. And then yeah, JC Jackson ended up having I saw a statistic from Twitter from someone that posted, I forget who it was, but J.C. Jackson has his 25th career interception. Uh, it's just incredible. You know, obviously there's a reason why they let Gilmore go, why they were comfortable allowing Gilmore to leave or getting rid of Gilmore to keep Jackson. And he will definitely get paid. I talked about his contract over on the show before. Um, but, yeah, that's definitely going to be a big thing. There's actually something I forgot to talk about, too, in my last episode with Adrian Phillips. He actually recently got re-signed by the Patriots, too, a couple days ago. Let me kind of go over his contract. I was going to do it in my other show, but I already ended up releasing that episode anyway. So I figured I could just do it on here because it's a Patriots podcast. So that's kind of what I'll end up doing. Um, But, yeah, he ended up getting a new contract. For New England, with New England on a three-year deal, has obviously stepped up heavily with New England this year. He's made a lot of really good plays, a really solid player. Obviously knows what he's doing, just like most Patriot players that go to that team. Uh, yeah, and he's just he's just been proving it all year. So it's just been you know really really big. And um, when we look at his contract here, yeah, so it was on Saturday morning. Patriots re-inked. Adrian Phillips with a new deal as a three-year extension worth up to $14.25 million. He's a 29-year-old, arrived prior to the 2020 season on a two-year deal worth up to $6 million. And then throughout the two years in New England, he's become one of their, probably one of the, one of the biggest um, problems for opposing offenses on that defense. He's been a really, he's been a ball hawk. He's, you know, been making really solid plays. And, um, yeah, there's just not really much else to say. I mean, you kind of see it in his game. He's just playing extremely well, really understands the game of football, understands Bill Belichick's game plan. Um, if that's not a Bill Belichick coach-type player, I don't know who is. You know, if he isn't the – if he isn't a good example of that, I don't know who is. But, um, yeah, so he led the team in tackles, actually, in defense last year in 2020. And then, of course, sitting at third and second, respectively, in the team – for tackles and picks in 2021, Adrian Phillips is an 81% usage rate, 81% usage rate, ranking fifth on the team in 21, trailing only Devin McCourty on the defensive side of the ball, who of course is been the team captain for quite a amount of many years now. So, but yeah, he's been just a really solid player again and knows what he's doing. Always does what Belichick is asking him to do and steps up when he needs to. 
of course, I think this probably the biggest example of that is the Buffalo Bills game where they won 14 to 10. Um, obviously getting sweating the ball down and then of course just making the plays where he needed to. So, you know, he's been just a big reason for the success uh, these past couple of years and he definitely deserves that upgrade. Um, redone contract, getting a new one. That's definitely deserving. But yeah, kind of moving back into the game notes here, JC Jackson once again, Mac Jones. Yeah, so it was the second quarter. Jacoby Myers records his second career touchdown. Very, very exciting to see. Mac Jones, though, the play, what I really wanted to show there wasn't just the Jacoby Myers scoring, but it was Mac Jones's throw. He had a nice touch pass lob to Jacoby Myers in the back of the end zone where only he could get it. Um, threw it to where only, only threw it to where only Jacoby Myers could pick it, pick it up and get the ball. Kind of threw it away from the defender, up and over him. Only, again, only where Myers could get it, knows where he could get it, and he threw it exactly in that spot. It was just a beautiful rainbow throw, and you definitely tell what happens when Mac Jones can do his full form and really step up into the pocket, make those comfortable throws, not rushing it. Uh, that's exactly what he can do. And so that's why it's very important to be keeping Mac Jones up because with him being a rookie, you know, any quarterback, even if you're a veteran, you can get startled. Um, but especially if you're a rookie, so, you know, being a rookie and being kind of new in the league, it's it's really crucial to be having a good offensive line when that's the type of, you know, when you know that's the type of player that you have. So that's really, really huge. But uh, yeah, it's also just Jacoby Meyer's second touchdown, of course, wanted to celebrate that too. But yeah, let's get into the game stats here. Now the official ending game notes that I have or that, you know, for the game book that they have. Of course, I always talk about Patriot players that make a difference in the game like usual. So, yeah, there was just a big game rushing. Ramondre Stevens had a 19 rushing attempts for 107 yards. He had two touchdowns in that game at a 5.6 average um, per game. Damien Harris had nine rushing attempts for 35 yards, seven, uh, excuse me, two touchdowns as well. Both guys had two touchdowns. Kendrick Bourne also got a little bit. He had two attempts for 17 yards on no touchdowns, or at least in the rushing game. Um, let's see here. The Mac Jones passing, again, just getting back to being that consistent player that we knew. Of course, on that losing streak, they weren't. he didn't look so hot. Uh, he was 22 of 30 in this game for 227 yards, almost, three almost 300 yards, almost 230 yards, excuse me. Three touchdowns, no picks, 128.1 passer rating. Obviously very, very good. Of course, Brian Hoyer came in the third quarter um, to relieve Mac Jones so he doesn't get hurt. Four, he was three for four on 63 yards. And, of course, no touchdowns and no picks, though. And then, of course, going into the pass receiving, Jacoby Myers had eight targets for eight receptions on 73 yards, one touchdown. Kendrick Bourne with six targets, five receptions. No touchdowns, but Christian Wilkerson, the guy that keeps getting reverted in and out of the starting lineup and the practice squad, had a big game on Sunday, two touchdowns. He ended up having eight targets for four receptions, only received two, only received four, but had eight, got two touchdowns on the day. Man, that was just everyone went off. It was just a really great game overall. And then, of course, the 
three different picks. Miles Bryant, of course, had the one. Kyle Duggar then had the one. J.C. Jackson had the one. They all just completely went off. It was just amazing to see. Um, just the football that you that you were seeing in the winning streak, you know, finally came alive these past um, this past week. So that was really cool to see. And then just kind of getting into the final statistics overall for like consistency in the third down, like third down efficiency. Jacksonville was three of nine for thirty three percent. New England was eight of ten on eighty. Fourth down. No team went for it. No team really had to. I mean, Jacksonville didn't have a chance to get to that point. To even have a chance to go for it, New England didn't even need to. They were just moving the ball with ease. Uh, and then you kind of get to touchdowns. New England had four. They had zero. Uh, it was just a really, you know, really, really, or excuse me, they had the one. I forgot they had 10, four, 50 to 10. So. And then, yeah, red zone efficiency. New England was one for one. So was Jacksonville, but obviously they only kicked three. And they never really got a chance to get back into it. Red zone efficiency. New England was 6 of 6. Jacksonville's 0 for 1. Goal to go efficiency. New England was 5 of 6. Or excuse me, 5 of 5. And Jacksonville was 0 for 0. They did not attempt. Time of possession. New England had it for almost 40 minutes. Jacksonville only had it for under 25. They had 22. And uh, yeah, it's just not really much to talk about. I mean, there really wasn't much that went wrong. New England played it their way, the way that they needed to. Obviously, the biggest part of that losing streak was they were playing from behind. And obviously, whenever you cannot play to, to your game standard, then it's not going to go the way you want because you set up the game plan, assuming you play from the lead. And if that doesn't happen, then it's not just going to, it's just not going to go your way. And obviously, when it does, like we saw here, you know, where they're able to score first and strike first and play from with the lead. You have more confidence. You don't have to feel like you're pressured to make a play. Um, it kind of just happens. And that's exactly what we saw on the Sunday against Jacksonville. I don't care. Like, once again, I don't care if it's Jacksonville, a different team. It's hard to put up 50 points, and it's still a confidence booster to be to play a game like that after having a two-game losing streak because you start to question yourself at that point when you lose two games in a row from having a seven game win streak to two game losing streak, you find you start to feel like you did something wrong and it just doesn't feel the same. So, yeah, I mean, it's definitely cool to see. It sucks that we might lose the AFC East again, but that obviously doesn't matter when you think about them going to the Super Bowl, or at least that's what their goal is. That obviously has nothing to do with it. So, the fact that, you know, I'm just happy that New England got a win over Buffalo this year. Obviously, it's hard to, with Buffalo actually being good this year or being good these past couple of years, it's hard to just have, it's hard to say that they're going to, you know, that it's hard to just be like, yeah, they're going to win two games on them this year. Like, I'm just happy they got the one. I'm happy that they won a game after being 0-2 on them last year, not really having much of a team. So that was really, really big. But anyway, guys, this was really a short episode. I'm not used to these short ones anymore. Um, these episodes have been getting up in the 50s, 50-minute uh, 50, 50 range, and this one's only going to be 15 minutes. So I do apologize that it's a little bit shorter, but just whenever there's games like this, it's just really hard because, I mean, everything kind of speaks for itself, and it really wasn't much to break down. Um, and, you know, I kind of just said every everything I basically said was the game in a nutshell. I mean, really, I kind of just spoke about it all. Uh, there really wasn't much else to say. 
But I hope you guys did enjoy this quick little episode. I hope you guys did enjoy. Please make sure to leave a rating review of the show again, wherever you get your podcast. It'll be much appreciated. Just kind of helps, you know, kind of helps, kind of helps me out. So it helps me let me know if you guys enjoy it. So I'll see you guys next week after the game against the Miami Dolphins week 18, the final game of the year before the playoffs. Hope you guys once again enjoyed. See you guys next week. Have a good day.